topic of movie reviews I don't think this is going to be a multi-part series because I don't think I have a lot to say about this specific movie but I just want to give a disclaimer that two disclaimers first of all it's definitely a spoiler alert so if you don't want the movie The Devil's Playground from 1976 or something around there um, it's a movie about this like Catholic school um if you don't want that movie to be spoiled then you might not want to keep listening and you can go watch it and I'll try and find the link where I rewatched it for free the other day the next disclaimer is going to be that it does have some form of uh sexual content in it um I'm a pretty sex positive person but I you know, I think it's it's a tricky thing. So, you know, and I just want to go to say that I, I'm not Catholic. I'm not from, I don't know anything specifically about anyone. I don't think I have any knowledge, first or secondhand, of anyone who's been abused, like, in any kind of way by the Catholic Church. I know that there are rumors and allegations and it's definitely something that people speak about, but it's not something I have any knowledge about and I try I'm I'm not the type of person who blames the victims and I'm also not the kind of person or at least I try not to be the kind of person who blames the victims and I try not to be the kind of person who, you know, tries to be like oh like if someone was in some traumatic situation like this it's nothing you know I try not to take those two types of approaches like I do think that people who are abusive abusive towards others are in the wrong I do think that people who are doing weird creepy stuff with kids or anybody you know against their consent it's weird um I already have quite a few problems with organized religion, as we very well know. And so I do kind of have my biases in some ways and, you know, questions in other ways. And I get intrigued in other ways. And then some things I'm like, nah, like, you know, places of worship need to kind of be doing better. Um, But again, I'm not here to say like oh the catholic church this or that or you know or oh it's nothing it doesn't really happen you know i think it does really happen to what percentage i honestly don't know it sounds like it's a higher percentage than i even i even would have thought it does sound like it's a pretty high percentage in my opinion just to be hearing about it so much like i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that you know, different types of abuses and things happen in a lot of different, um, organizations, church, religions, you know, and whatever kind of thing where there's some kind of leader in charge. If you got like crazy leaders or crazy people in power who are doing crazy stuff, you know, you're going to have problems. And so, you know, they're going to promote problems or hide problems or create problems and, you know, other people suffer. And so I do know that that happens just as the nature of having these kind of power dynamics and things. Uh, it shouldn't happen. I don't agree that it should happen. I don't find it as entertaining, um, in a way that I'm like, Ooh, like I really want to know. I get grossed out by it, honestly, but I do think that it's something that if people want to hear about it, or talk about it, I do think it's important to discuss. Um, I would say that when I went to a religious school as a kid in third grade through 10th grade, there were at least two occasions where adults were interacting with 
people who were minors. Now, I'm not trying to make excuses because it was wrong. I know it was wrong. It, not, I didn't do it, but I'm just saying, like, I, I knew about it, but, you know, we were never really taught, like, you shouldn't do that. Like, you kind of do get taught, but it's like, we get, like, you know, health class, they kind of briefly teach you, like, okay, if someone's touching you like this, or if somebody's this age range, I don't know if we ever learned about, like, you know, like, you shouldn't be dating anybody who's 18 or older, or, I mean, I wasn't at that school when I was 18, but I don't think we ever heard that message directly, it was more like, if someone touches you in an area where you have a bathing suit on, that's inappropriate, like, in a bathing suit region, um, I mean, people weren't even talking about safe sex and things like that, like, there wasn't really a safe sex thing. It was like you weren't supposed to have sex before you got married anyways. And so in that religion. And so there, it's not that there weren't any conversations about it. Like, but there was no like harm reduction approach and nothing like that. It was just kind of like, don't do it. We did learn about like sex generally, like, but we didn't really learn that much. <laughs> you know, we didn't really learn like about relationships or, appropriateness or inappropriateness but I I did know that one of the teachers that was one of my main teachers it was a female teacher and she was flirty and involved with one of the male students and they both were involved with each other I don't know his actual age he might have been 18 because there was some whole backstory with him and I know he was older than all of us and I met him in like fifth grade and I think he stayed until ninth grade 10th grade something like that and he didn't age the whole time he was there like the all of us from between fifth grade and like 10th grade we we matured you know like people were taller people were you know they they were hitting puberty and things like he was already in puberty past puberty and I remember we would play sports with him and he would kick the ball so hard people would just part like nobody would even like I think he was a he was possibly a grown man he was possibly well a young man he was possibly 18 it's possible he was 18 I don't really know the story was that he was like 16 or something so we already knew he was older than us but I feel like he was even older because you know he wasn't he was already mature he already looked like a mature adult <laughs> like um but also he still had a young look to him um, but I don't know. I don't know if he could drive. I don't really remember his situation, but he did seem grown. I don't remember if he worked. Like, I feel like he worked. Like, I don't know. Like, I just kind of got this impression that he was like, I never really got to know him, but I don't know. I don't want to like, I don't know. He had some whole backstory. Um, I don't know if I want to get into all the details. Um, but he had a whole backstory. And there was a teacher that was involved with him at one point. And we all kind of knew it. But at the same time, like, she didn't really teach us that much. Like, she, like, I think she taught, like, one of the classes that a lot of us didn't like. Or a class where it's, like, we weren't, like, complaining that she wasn't, like, teaching us. That she would just put on music and, like, have us doing arts and crafts or some kind of, like, busy work. But it was never, it wasn't never her teaching. But she wasn't teaching. Like, there was definitely a time where she was not teaching, like on a pretty regular basis at least a couple times a week she just like during certain classes just put on music and like we didn't have assignments or anything and she'd just be like flirting with this other guy um they'd be like giggling over by her desk and like talking and doing I don't know I didn't I, I didn't think much of it I also wasn't paying that much attention but I was like wow they're really friendly and it wasn't always like that like she was usually a teacher up until that point um and then yeah like she she had issues going on but she was like in her early 30s and this guy was I don't know if he was 18 he might have been 16 either way it was creepy and weird and then one of my friends they gaslighted one of my friends when the friend saw them like kissing on a trip um they made her feel really bad about it that she said 
something and she should have said something she was in the right to say something they should not have been doing that and this teacher taught more than just my class she taught like at least two grades and other a lot of students were witnessing her doing this like she would do this enough that we all kind of knew that she was doing it but like I don't think there was anything like they weren't making out in class they weren't like from what I remember they weren't like hugging kissing touching sitting on each other's laps it wasn't like that it was just like talking a lot to the point where they were over there at the desk looking at her paperwork or like looking on her computer or talking and just having casual conversations like you would like on a lunch break or something it looked like but friendly um but I don't know if she seemed to be treating him different than the other students um I really don't remember like this was such a long time ago I was in like junior high or something when this was going on or or early high school age so I really don't remember um too well and then there was another student that was a male teacher I don't know his age he was dating a student who was definitely younger because she was younger than me um, she was maybe two grades younger than me. So I want to say if I was at the oldest, about 16, she was 14 or so, or maybe younger. Maybe. I don't really know her actual age. Maybe she was 15. Either way, she was under 18 because I was never 18 well at that school. And so she was under 18 and he, I don't know if he was over 18, but I, I'm going to assume he was 18 or over. I don't really know his age. Maybe he was in his 20s. I really don't know. But either way, the school knew about it. Everybody knew about both of these situations. The kids all knew. We all kind of knew. We all kind of joked a little bit about it. And then, you know, but none of it, I don't think much of it happened on campus, like during class when it would have been like suspicious. Like, I don't think they were like, I think the girl and the guy, the girl that was way younger than me, I think they I think there was rumors that they went out on dates or were meeting outside of the school, but I really don't know. Like, I didn't really know her that well. Her sister was in my class and was friends with another one of my friends, but I didn't really know them that well like that. I think I had them over to my place like once, uh, but I was, I was pretty friendly with everybody. Like I knew her, like I didn't hate her or anything. Like it was fine, but yeah, it was just weird. Um, so yeah, I could say that, yeah, I definitely did go to a school where there was some kind of odd, like weird stuff going on with some of the teachers and and the other teachers allowed it nobody nobody fired anybody over it to my awareness like nothing like that happened it was just happening out in the open and everybody knew about it and nobody really said I don't know if they said anything or not but they never did anything so it was just not an okay situation I guess um but I don't really know I can't I can't really I mean, it's not, I don't, I don't know. I, you can't really compare, right? I can't really say like, oh, that's not as bad as like a priest touching somebody physically. Like, I don't really know. I don't really know what happened in these situations. I only know what I saw and I know some of what my closer friends saw, but I don't really, I, I, it was wrong anyways. (laughs) It was wrong for it to be happening, whether or not there was physical touching ever. Um, but I don't know. It's just that power dynamic and that kind of thing. It's just wrong. So anyways, my stance on it is that it's wrong. Um, but I would just say that's that's probably as far as my experience goes with like any form of religious type of involvement with, um, you know, that kind of stuff um, with a form of like child abuse or misusing your power. I don't know what what is actually considered I mean I mean it is it is a form of abuse I would say um even though even if they were well-meaning even if even if it wasn't sex you know I don't I don't really know if it wasn't either like I have no idea but um I don't know those teachers should not have been with those students like that in that way Um, They should have just treated them like every other student. They shouldn't have been singled out or seen them anywhere outside of class and like sharing secrets and things about their lives. That's not appropriate. Even if the teachers were young, um, it still wasn't right. But um, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't know. 
I don't think that really compares. Like, as in, it's not the same thing, is what I'm trying to say. I don't think it's the same situation to what I've heard about some of these things that happen in these other churches. Um, But I would just say that there are, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a jerk, but it's like, it sounds to me like the Catholic Church has a, a reputation for these male priests to be preying on younger children, uh, on children. Um, but I don't, I don't know if there's other religions or denominations where they have like a reputation. I do watch that podcast cults from cults to consciousness. And I do listen to a lot of what, um, I think it's Eli Yoder. I haven't watched any of his content lately, but it sounds to me that there is a lot of sexual abuse in these other communities too. Um, there's a lot of sexual abuse in the Amish in some Amish communities. There's a lot in, uh, cause they, they've started like some kind of, um, some kind of, um, uh, support program on that. They talk about on YouTube about if people are Amish or know someone who's Amish and needs help. And then they do talk about sexual abuse and they've done multiple kinds of interviews with people who talked about being sexually abused. Um, and then that show from cults to consciousness, they talk to people like, um, um, they talk to people like in certain Mormon and other kinds of religions, some sex cults, some other types of cults where they, where they had some kind of sex things going on too. So, um, I know it's coming forward now. The Catholic church is the only one that I know that has like a reputation, but it doesn't sound like they're the only ones that do it. So I don't really want to single them out. And even the, even the spaces I grew up in, there were some weird things that kind of went on. Um, and I don't know to what extent, but I mean, it was not appropriate and it, wasn't legal and there were adults around that either if they were completely blind they might have been completely blind to it but all the kids knew but I just think I don't think there's any way that we could have all known like I think we probably even talked about it like around our parents like oh so and so is always like flirting with the teacher or whatever but I don't think unless somebody's observing it in the class they're probably just gonna assume the teacher's doing their job and there's just a student with a crush who's just flirting and they're not going to know the extent that like all the other students are like told to like sit on the floor and color these pictures while we listen to the radio or listen to like some album like a full-on album in the middle of English class or whatever and we just don't even do the class and do some arts and crafts or something while the teacher and the person are over there flirting like that was the kind of thing it wasn't even like oh this person's getting special attention it's like we're literally not having class because they're busy flirting with each other like we weren't learning um every day um like like it's okay to take breaks and have like those special occasions and stuff but it's like she wasn't always like that and we knew that's not how school's supposed to go but also we're like teenagers and nobody's gonna be like oh who's gonna tell the teacher they need to be like doing their job and stop flirting with the students and also, I don't think at that time I knew that that was wrong. I just thought it was funny and strange. And, like, I don't think we were ever taught that, like, that kind of thing was, like, wrong. Like, it was so nuanced that it it wasn't like they were, like, making out in class or, like, touching each other. So I don't think it was, like, above, at least for me, it was above something that I would have known at that time is, like, not okay. Like, I knew it was weird. I know I knew it was, like, weird, but I didn't know that, like it could have been illegal. I don't, I didn't really know that, but I knew it was weird. Um, I was just like, this is strange, but, um, yeah, like I, I wasn't, I don't know. That's just what I want to say. I don't want to, I don't want to single out the Catholic church and make it sound like they're the only ones doing it. It's not okay that anyone's doing that, but there are others who are doing it too. It's not just the Catholic Church thing. It's some other. There's some other underlying problem to it. It's not the Catholicism. Clearly, it's not the Catholicism. It's it's other stuff. And so, 
I try to be careful with that kind of thing. I really, yes, I'm going to literally take 20 minutes explaining that, you know, I'm not trying to be like down with Catholicism. I don't know enough about Catholicism to say a thing about it. I just want to talk about this movie. And so let's get into it. Basically, um, so the devil's playground, this is not the devil's playground. That's the Amish documentary. There's a, there's an Amish documentary called the devil's playground. This movie, The Devil's Playground, is about, um, so there's this school, it takes place in, I think, England, there's this school, kind of in the countryside, now, I, I do not know the names of these kinds of places, I'm not, I don't know enough about Catholicism, you know, I should study it more, but I don't know enough about that religion, that denomination, to actually speak in detail about what who was who talking to who and what were their roles I can just explain kind of from an outsider's perspective what I observed and people who are Catholic you will definitely probably be more than confused and other people sorry if I'm confusing things but I'm not Catholic and I don't know a lot about Catholicism so um I should but it's kind of strange that I don't um that was kind of one of the religions that we were always kind of taught to stay away from like, I think people would have been more upset with me studying Catholicism than they would have been. Like, people knew that I read the Quran and studied Islam even when I, like, when I was young. Like, in maybe early college and, like, um, late high school days. People knew that. And I think they would have had more problems if I would have started reading the Apocrypha then or something. And, like, studying Catholicism, they they would have probably been really upset with me. Uh, about that um it was kind of a taboo um so that's part of the reason why I never learned much is because it was kind of something I was kind of taught to stay away from um so it was one of the things that I did sort of stay away from because I didn't really understand it plus it seemed super complicated uh and I was already doing other complicated things so I just never took the energy or time or effort to like learn too much but I do know a little but I didn't learn enough so anyways this movie takes place at this type of boys' school. So to me, it sounds like the students apply to come to this school. It's an all-boys school. They're not allowed... Like, their their families do come at certain times, I think. They're allowed to send letters back and forth. Um, It's got a very Harry Potter-ish kind of theme to it like I I'm not very familiar with um boarding schools like in England but I do believe from all the amounts of movies I've watched it is kind of part of some of the some some culture you know people do that they go to boarding schools like I would say maybe more than in the U.S. it's more of like an England kind of thing um to my knowledge, um, yeah, because you always see, yeah, you see stuff like Harry Potter and all these other kind of school movies where it's like there's always like an all boys school or an all girls school or like a mixed school where it's like the students live on campus. Maybe they'll go home on the weekends or something or every so often or for holidays or whatever it may be, but they're like they don't live at home on a regular basis and that seems pretty normal. Um, it's not like a day school, it's a boarding academy and we like, we do have them here in the U S but basically at this boarding academy in this, uh, in England, there were these students that were, I believe they're high school age students. Um, so they'd have their classes and then, you know, it was a lot, it was a religious school, but I think the the male students in this school were it was a male catholic school but they were kind of taught I think their goal was to kind of like you know I think they were trying to I think I think they call it a vocation like the vocation was to be like in the church like the goal was to like I feel like this school was training these young boys and men to become priests and have leadership roles like in the church like I don't think it was like a typical Catholic school I think it was a Catholic school 
where they were like supposed to take more effort because the way they they had them doing things it seemed like ultra religious um and i've i've heard things about catholic schools being strict but i feel like i already grew up in a pretty strict religion and most of the catholic people i grew up around didn't seem like they grew up as strict um they even the ones who did go to catholic school it sounded like the schools might have been strict but it didn't sound like they were strict like compared to what I had experienced with the religion because it seemed like there was a difference between the religion and the school it's just my explanation there was like a difference between the religion and the school versus where I was coming from the religion was a big part of it and then it kind of infiltrated into the school as well um but I feel like in Catholicism maybe the schools are really strict but sometimes people go home and their their households and their friend relationships maybe in the house aren't as strict um I don't really know though I have met I have met Catholic friends that like they would go to church or mass or whatever like all the time like every weekend uh, so they were strict but yeah we were like pretty pretty um I don't know we would be pretty um I don't know there's always a lot of overlap there's always a lot of similarities so basically in this movie the main character he's you know always got kind of like a smile on his face and he seems like really humble really like uh following his passion to be like connected to god and in this religion and in this school program and he basically befriends a boy who seems to be about his same age and then like another guy who seems to be like older than him and you know there's a couple of the they call them brothers like the older like I guess technically whoever would be like a teacher and then there was father I don't remember his name but he was weird if you don't watch any part of this movie at all except for this one part there's a part where this the father the main priest or whatever comes to visit and he gives this sermon that's like oh my gosh it's like somewhere towards the later part of the movie not at the very end but it's towards the later part where he comes he's he seems like he's such a humble sweet guy when he talks to the kids and when he talks to the other staff and he's so understanding and then he gives this speech about hell and like the stench of of rotting flesh and you know in your nostrils for however many hundreds of thousands of millions of years and you'll be burning and tortured and you know in the eternal damnation and all I'm just like whoa like he it was a frightening sermon and even the looks on some of the kids faces you're like geez this does not sound pleasant and I, there was something in there where he says like if a I think if a sparrow or a bird or what if there was a ball of I don't know how he worded it but if the if the sun was a ball of lead or something like that um the amount of time uh, the amount of time it would take if a sparrow came once every if a sparrow flew by once every I don't know if it's once every year once every 10 years and brushed it with its wing until that ball were to wear down to nothing like people would be in hell even longer than that amount of time and I'm just like jeez <laughs> like it, it's just like talk about trying to scare people like I've been through sermons where people were trying to do that but I never like fully bought into it like I was kind of like eh, this could be true because they're adults and they're telling us this but then like the more I learned that adults don't just know everything and they're not always right I was like well these people are probably telling us flawed things you know and so because this can't be right like <laughs> it's like this can't be right and even if it is it's like how do they know you know like but it, it's possible that it could be wrong it's possible that it could be right I don't know I've never been to hell I don't really know 
if it's there, I don't really know, but those sermons are intense, and I was just like, whoa, but anyways, um, so that's kind of how the main character is, and then you kind of start seeing along the way that everyone's kind of got their own struggles, so the main character has his struggle of, um, you know, he's bedwetting, I, I, I never really dove too much into it, but I feel like there's like a psychological, sexual kind of context to the bedwetting. It's kind of my opinion. I mean, he's kind of old to be wetting the bed. Um, he's like 15 or something like, and I think it's a, it's a stress response of some kind, maybe a trauma response, um, to basically... The sexual repression, the shame, the guilt, the fear, and I don't know what else. Like I just, I just feel like it's, it's, it's relevant. Like it's a, it's a trauma response. That's my opinion. I don't think he's just bedwetting because it seems like it's every single night, and he's doing the normal things that they tell people to do of like don't drink water after a certain hour and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then he ends up being late all the time because he's got to, like, you know, scrub out his sheets and then dry them on the line. And so he's late, like, all the time and not, you know, that's not good for him to be late all the time like that because it's a very strict school. Um, and then people kind of tease him, you know, there's people, everyone knows, you know, and he's got to hang his sheets out to dry every every day and stuff. Um, so he's kind of like unfortunately humbled in that way and then other people he seems like a humble kid in the in general but like people there at that school they still kind of tease each other and so they're teasing him about it and then he kind of gets like shamed by some of the teachers and stuff and like he has to go to confession like they all have to do this stuff like they have to go to confession and you know it sounds like the priests or whatever their role is the priests are very just like not nice um you know it wasn't like in Angela's Ashes how I guess spoiler for that too um how the priests were like listening and then just tell you like say however many Hail Marys and Our Fathers like he they basically um said you know (laughs) Like, he was just like, get on with it. Like, say, just spit it out. Kind of like, you know, and he's trying to like tell him some kind of like embarrassing thing. And he's, and the priest is on the other side of the, of the, you know, wall, the little wall that you can kind of see through. He was kind of just like getting angry with him about it. And they had to have some kind of sex talk with them at some point. Um, and you hear them, the students talking amongst themselves every so often about like, you know, wet dreams and erections and all kinds of stuff and, like, masturbation and all that kind of stuff. Um, they talk about it quite a bit in the movie, but it's, like, they're kind of, like, secretly not supposed to be, like, talking about it or doing it, but talking about it either. But, you know, this main character has, like, you know, he he confides in his friends. Like, they kind of, like, trust each other and stuff, so... And then there's another issue that, like... If if one of the students does something wrong or something doesn't go well, um, then the student just uh, gets sent away and then they just never come back. So both of his close friends eventually get sent away. And then you start finding out like before that even that one of the one of the priests or brothers or whatever his label is, he has some kind of sexual issue um because he keeps saying one of the one of them seems pretty level-headed saying like it's not natural to be like having so much shame and secrecy around like sexuality and the body and all that kind of stuff because like the the kids aren't allowed to take showers in the in the locker room they're not allowed to take showers and with the door they have doors on the showers and they're not allowed to take showers without their swimming trunks on. They have to have something that they're wearing. They can't take nude showers. And so because they're not allowed to do that, um, one time he was doing it and he's trying to like wash and stuff. And then one of the priests opens the doors and like looks, he just like 
you know, bust the door open. Like, he didn't, like, you know, but it looked like you could just open the doors, like, if it was magnetic or something. And so they opened the door when he had his shorts off, and he was just kind of, like, shaming him. Like, you can't, like, show your naked body kind of thing. And he kind of kept, like, going on and on about it um, while other boys were kind of, like, walking past or whatever. And so there's kind of that. And then... Um, so they're definitely taught a lot of shame there. Um, and the, the one, one of the priests is kind of like, you know, it's not natural for them to be taught, you know, at, at an age, at the age where they are like going through puberty and stuff and just being like, just taught so many weird things about like secrecy and shame and not needing to know what's what and all that kind of stuff. Um... And one of the older priests was saying stuff, too, about, like, yeah, it isn't natural and that kind of thing. Uh, So those two guys kind of had the same kind of more open-minded approach, but they didn't necessarily always talk to to the students about it like that. But I think at one point the older priest did kind of mentioned some things but to the main character like that but I don't think the main character kind of got it he kind of it was like maybe over his head a little bit and then the one there's this one priest that kind of had these issues where he was a little I think he might have been the one that was yelling at the main character for for not taking a shower with shorts on and then he was just kind of mad and he was always acting as if he didn't have any vices and oh like I'm so holy because I I don't have any of these problems or like I have to do all this praying and all these things just so I don't have to deal with all these temptations and all that kind of stuff meanwhile he's a little pervy and looking at like I guess he had like a a reputation like you heard you could hear um I guess he kind of liked to overhear what some of the students were saying and so when at this one point where there's some boys out on the uh, like in the garden area like with some of the tools and stuff and rakes or whatever and they're kind of just talking they're not really working and he's like crouching down behind some of the bigger plants like kind of uh kind of like crawling towards them and then they kind of call him out and they're kind of like oh, if I was this teacher or whatever, I would be lurking behind those bushes there, you know, and, like, kind of, like, because they knew that he was, like, listening in on their conversation, so there was that, and then there was this other situation where when they went to the pool, um, I don't think the boys went to the pool, I can't remember, but I know the priest, they had, like, a free day or something, and the priest went to the pool, and you know he's in the locker room watching all the men like grown men walking around without their clothes on and he's all peeking around and stuff as he's like taking off his own like he's not just minding his own business he's kind of like he's not staring but he's like not trying not to look he's not just minding his own business he's clearly they're making a point that he's like watching and looking and like enticed in some way and then he goes and gets in the pool and then he, you know, he's looking at ladies' breasts and, like, he's looking under the under the, the door where you can see, like, like somebody kneels down and you can kind of see, like, butt cheeks underneath the changing doors that, that were, like, you know, adjacent to, like, the pool or parallel to the pool. And so when he was, like, dipping down under the water, he could see just enough underneath the, underneath to kind of have that view and then he started having some dreams about being in the water and naked women kind of like swimming all around and touching him and stuff and then he goes into a meeting and starts lying about like oh he doesn't have any kind of issues kind of thing and so you know he had his own things going on um but kind of just the issue with him more so other than all the peeking around and stuff was that he wasn't owning up to it um, and he kind of acted like none of that was going on. Um, and then there were some kids, some kind of weirdo kind of kids that were kind of like trying to like, like other kids were telling the main character, stay away from those guys cause they're weird. And he was on the bus ride when they went out of town that day. Um, 
the time when that other priest went to the pool. Um, when they went out of town that day, um, on the bus ride, um, he was looking at, um, what was I saying? On the bus ride, oh yeah, on the bus ride, one of the weird kids was kind of telling the main character, you know, I've, you know, I'm trying to transcend, you know, pain and all this kind of stuff, um, so they're doing all these kind of, like, physical kind of, like, things, and so it looked like, I think he was saying he held his, his, um, ankle, his own ankle or part of his shin or something against the radiator for, like, however long, and he's like, oh, like that, you know, that would have really burned, and then he shows the main character that he has this, like, burn on his leg or something, and he's like, and so he's, so that weird kid for a while was trying to, like, convince the main character, you know, if you really want to be holy and you really want to stop struggling with your sins and the bedwetting and all the other issues that you're having with your, you know, sexuality and things, then you need to come and join our group and you'll learn how to transcend that kind of thing, um, as they called it, um, as he called it. And then, so the main character does get advice from some of his older friends, like, hey, don't, don't, don't hang out around those guys, they're strange, you know, um, and then he goes one night, like, in the middle of the night, he's going down this path to, like, see them, because I guess he knew where they were going to be hanging out, and he went to go see them, and he walks into this place somewhere, let's call it, like, a shed, like a, I don't know, it was some place, they had lighting in there, or candles or something, and there was one of them kind of kneeled down with his, back exposed kind of like a shirt off pants on you know and just like kneeled down and somebody's like one of them is like whipping him with something um on purpose like they're doing this to try to transcend pain and then the main character's like you're all mad like kind of like you know like what are you doing because he's like this is weird and then um because he wanted to see what it was all about and then he he's running away they're trying to capture him and then one of his older friends uh sees him running and they kind of just like run into each other as those guys are about to capture or catch him and then he like the main the main character's friend is like i told you to stay away from those weirdos like what were they doing and he couldn't even like explain what was going on he's like yeah i told you it was weird um but then, unfortunately, later, that main guy who was kind of strange, like, he was telling him on that bus ride, the main character on that bus ride as well, like, during that time when he showed him his burn on his leg, he's like, I'm going to try to swim across this lake. And at that time, it was, like, frozen. And I think at one point, they were ta- the main character and one of his older friends were talking about, like, yeah, if I was in this lake, I probably wouldn't even be able to survive, like, 30 seconds or something because it's so cold. Um, it wasn't frozen over, but it it was, like, ice-cold water, and then, um, yeah, like, he basically, that kid, they couldn't find him one day, the weird kid, um, and then, I mean, a lot of them were weird, but, I mean, it was because they were, they were being forced to, like, do all kinds of strange things, but, I mean, do and not do all kinds of strange things. But, um, yeah, he basically goes and swims across the lake, I guess doesn't make it, and then they end up going to search for him and find his body, unfortunately, he doesn't, he's not living because he probably froze in there or something, but he was trying to do that to transcend pain, um, to see if he could transcend pain, um, and I guess he did it on his own, tried to do it on his own, so they did eventually find him in the water or whatever, um, but yeah and so you know um I think they said they just kind of had a little bit of a blurb about it where they were just like the priests were talking about it or something like something about like sadomasochism and like homosexuality or something I don't remember what they were saying but like they were just those were the, the types of phrases that I remember them saying about it and then um they were just like oh because like they're being forced to live this unnatural kind of way or whatever um 
in, you know, um, so I don't really know, like, they had all that kind of stuff going on, and created, like, a cult, like, there, that little group was, like, a cult, I guess they got disbanded, like, I don't know, it wasn't, like, there was no real explanation past that too much, um, but then, yeah, once his, once his bestie gets, well, I guess there is an, there's a, there's a scene where they do kind of, I don't know, there's some scenes that are kind of, like, I don't know what you would call it, experimental, I guess, there's some experimental situation going on with a couple of those guys at a certain point, and then they basically, um, yeah, they basically, I guess they just, the, yeah, the movie just kind of ends, and I think the whole thing is they were trying, they were going to try to change the school a little bit more to make it a little more different or something. I don't know. But then the main, the main character eventually he runs away. Um, and then he goes and, um, he goes and, um, yeah, once he runs away, he goes and, um, you know, the other two of the priests were going to go catch like a soccer game or, a rugby game or something live and then I guess it was like the championship and then they find the main character trying to like hitchhike away or something and then they end up picking him up and he thinks oh they're gonna take me back to the school and he's like no they're like no um if you want to take us to if you want us to take you with us to go see the rugby final and then we'll take you home after that so that's kind of the end of it but um I don't know guys like weird movie um it wasn't the first time I've seen it I just I think I came across it because I was trying to watch the devil's playground the Amish one like I've rewatched that it's one of my favorite documentaries um like I think that was one of the life not this this isn't a documentary but I think the other, The Devil's Playground, the Amish one, was one of those life-changing documentaries I watched when I was younger, because uh, I was introduced to that documentary by one of my youth or collegiate pastors, and we watched that movie during, um, you know, one of our vespers or something, and then we would always have discussions every time, so even if we watched movies or, like, read something or whatever, um, there would be a discussion. It was basically a Friday night religious discussion group and so we did that for vespers every single friday night and then um yeah one of the friday nights we watched that movie and we just kind of talked about it i remember i liked it because it was about kid like teens you know having to make a decision and i found it very relatable you know i was like this is probably one of the more relatable movies that we'd ever watched even though i i didn't grow up amish but i was like i found that movie to have a lot of relatable points so i think i think i came across this uh title of the devil's playground the 1976 or so one um because i was watching i was trying to search for the other one cuz i didn't originally know that this one even existed but I think I clicked on it and saw what it was. I think it was on Netflix at one point. I th- I'm pretty sure it was on Netflix at one point. Um, I don't know. When I first saw it. I first saw it a long time ago. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on Netflix at one point. But I did watch it. And you know, it was an interesting movie. But... Yeah, I'm not here to pick on Catholics or anything. Like I don't... It, I, I don't like I mentioned before, I think... My opinion on these types of things is that it's not a Catholic problem. I think it's more the rules and the... I do think they had a point about, like, in the movie about, like, unnatural... Things that are, like, unnatural. Like, like you know, everyone has, like, some kind of natural inclination, even if it's not sexual things. Like, say, like, you know, if you're grumpy, you have an inclination to be, like, irritable. Like, naturally, that's how you are, right? But you don't really have to act grumpy, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to act on it. It's hard not to, but you don't have to, right? You don't have to be irritable towards people, especially when they're not, like, intentionally bothering you, right? So you don't have to. It might not seem like it's a choice, but it is a choice. But it's, like, 
it's one of those things, you know, people have to be mindful of it to be able to not do it. And it's the same thing as like, um, you know, like other things, like it doesn't have to be like sexual things, but it's like people just naturally want to do things, you know, some things, you know, like, but then there is a way to kind of like repress it or stop it or decrease it. Like, like sometimes you might want to be really compassionate towards someone and then maybe you're not, you stop yourself from being nice or compassionate. Sometimes you might want to be really rude or mean towards someone and then you stop yourself from acting like that, you know? Um, people can stop themselves from acting on like sexual desires. Like that's a possible thing. Like, but I think some things it's like, like I've noticed when it comes to sexuality, a lot of Western culture is very repressive about it. Um, I think a lot of it does come from religion, but then a lot of it also just comes from, I think it mostly stems from religion. Cause I feel like most, to my knowledge, most indigenous groups of people to my knowledge, don't usually seem to have such strict, you know, views about sexuality and stuff. Um, maybe a little bit, I don't know, but I, I feel like if, if it's like any of the, any of the like Christianity, Islam, Judaism, if it's not one of those kind of major religions, if it's not a major religion, even like Hinduism and Buddhism and things like that. Like, I think if it's not a major religion, if it's some other kind of religion or like spiritual practice, I feel like most of the time it's not going to be that strict. I feel like organized religions and especially like a lot of the more modern ones, I don't know. Catholicism isn't modern and neither is Protestantism. But anyways, um, yeah, I feel like even Judaism, it can be kind of sexually repressive depending, depending. Um, and it's kind of like that with every religion, I would say depending. There are definitely pockets of groups of people that are very open-minded and then other pockets that can't even stand that other people do sexual things. Um, but I don't really know. I I don't really know. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the long-winded amount of stuff that I have to say about that movie. Um, pretty interesting one. I'd kind of recommend it, um, if you're into movies about religion. If I can find the link, I'll post it, um, of the one that I watched for free online. It's such an old movie. Like, you can find it for free online. I just Googled it and streamed it on, like... Was it Tubi? I think it was Tubi, but I don't remember for sure. But, um, all right, guys, with that, I'm done. So thanks for listening.